0: Yes, you gotta suffer for your art. (laughs) (sighs) What's your medium? Camping. This is my skin. (laughs) Yeah, right. And fucking parasites. We went down the rivers, we crossed crossed the the plains.
1: And the USA.
2: USA. How the West was fucked. How the West was Welcome back to How the West Was
0: Fucked. Uh, if you joined us last week, uh, we were talking about uh, famed uh, African American uh, mountain man Jim Beckworth. And his many, many exploits. This guy's got a LinkedIn page going up and down the block, uh, and uh, we're gonna continue adding on to that uh, list of deeds uh, today. So uh, we'll, we'll let uh, we'll kick it off with the Comic Sans. Oh, <laughs> the, the. what? Fuck, <laughs> fuck it. West. Fuck that.
3: All right, Comic Sans, please. Oh, so now he's known as Bloody Arm. But he gets a new name with every deed that he does at this time. So, this time it was good. War road because I guess he rode good on a good war road.
0: That's not yeah. That one <laughs> is that doesn't have the uh, gravitas and bloody arm. It's yeah. not like
1: is it R O D E or R O A D? R O A D. R-O-A-D. R-O-A-D. Okay, Roads.
3: Uh, Jim was asked why he didn't chop off his fingers or mutilate himself.
0: Because I like he to said, use
3: these. <laughs> yeah. He said his medicine forbade him, uh, and he tried to talk people out of it, but you know it was their custom. So, what are you going to do? I'm on that's prescriptions,
0: any- man. I can't do. That's an awesome thing, man. It's like you know he's all adopted in the trap Like, so Jim, why aren't you chopping up? Oh man, I would, but my medicine, I can't fuck with it. Well, it's like, well, you. I thought you said that's also why you don't eat the buffalo testicle. It's like, yep, that too. <laughs> yep,
2: not
1: not oh, allowed to. It's against my religion, man. Sorry, I yeah. would, but. It's bad medicine. Down. Yep. We're
2: about to let you in for the Bon Jovi video. Are there any questions? Yeah. Yeah, I got a question. Is this going to be the same video slop that we always get from these glamor rock pretty boys that get on camera and dance around with the same lighting angles, the same camera angles? Is this going to be the same kind of video we always get from you guys? Yes, it is. From I'm going
3: to saying that for everything.
0: Uh, exactly. Anytime I don't, there's something I don't want to do that I'm asking you, I'm sorry, but it's, it's, it's against my medicine. I, I can't mm-hmm. have it. <laughs>
3: You want to run to the grocery store and get some milk?
0: No, nope, sorry. Uh, anti, <laughs> anti-medicine. Got to gotta sit here and yep. not do that.
3: The great spirit
0: tells Forbids me
3: yep get the wrong coupon or something. Yep. So uh, to prove his new chiefiness with uh, Feet's arms, so he's got to go out and kill somebody. So they cross <laughs> the Missouri to the north, and they tangle with a group of uh, Cinnaboynes. Which, uh, they kill With 15. A, a group of what? A Aciniboine.
1: Man, I'm just, now I'm just imagining, like, fucking Pinhead and a bunch of, like, creepy motherfuckers from, uh...
0: Welcome to the worst nightmare of all.
2: Reality.
0: <laughs> oh, Cinnabites! yeah, yeah. No, this is aciniboine, I- but yeah. Okay. That would be worse. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's their neighbors to the north. Um, so they kill 15. Four of them were old women. But um, this would Not. be one way to stop the mourning process, to keep your people from chopping off their fingers, was to go kill some of your enemies.
0: And chop off their fucking fingers.
3: Yep. Uh, Pineleaf wanted to go, but her arm was still broken. Uh, she went south
2: Sign with my another cast. party
3: to attack the Cheyenne against Jim's wishes. Uh, and she was brought back mortally wounded, but oh, she took no. uh, a long time to recover, but uh, she wasn't mortally wounded. I don't know why I wrote that. The book said mortally wounded, so And then I wrote she down came that.
0: Be- well, she got better.
3: Got better. <laughs> <laughs> so at this time, uh, Jim was employed by the American Fur Company. I think I said that before, but mm-hmm. that was for $3,000 a year, Oof. and just for, to get exclusive rides to all the crows, buffalo, and beaver skins. Um, Jim also made sure that the crows didn't get cheated by white guys, the traders, which is nice
0: Yep, it's like, take the whiskey and the gold
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim and crew crossed the Yellowstone, then the mussel shell to bury Redbird, the guy who wanted to die They came across a Blackfoot Camp uh, which rode right over their burial ground, so oh,
0: it's that was fucking not to on. stand
3: Woo! Uh, The crows were ready for revenge. Even the women attacked the Blackfeet women and killed some of the children, too. So (laughs) (laughs) you don't run over anybody's uh, burial ground.
0: Well, it's still frowned upon. You know, I don't know that, you know, if you go take your Toyota Prius through a cemetery, I don't know that the entire relatives or everybody in the cemetery is going to attack you. But, you know. Still not not welcome. It's definitely frowned no. upon
1: Do, doing donuts over graves in a cemetery in a <laughs> Mazda B 3000
0: 1989. Even though, like, wow, well, will you remember that uh, that show Stevie? Oh yeah, with with like mutated child-molesting John Dever. <laughs> that like, uh, but when he's going to visit his like mom's grave or what, he's just like riding a three wheeler through the cemetery.
3: Yep, <laughs> that is a classy movie.
0: Yep, Stevie for the
3: more inner. Stevie. Stevie. That's why
0: I've never seen that one. It's it's very sad and very gross. It's it's uh, made by the same
3: guy who made uh, Hoop Dreams.
0: Oh, really?
2: Steven has been taught right. He, He knows right from wrong. But... Stephen is not all there either.
0: He'd been in every foster home in Southern Illinois. He would thrive on attention, whether it was positive attention or negative attention.
2: He could irritate the life out of you, and at the same time, you just loved him to pieces. I don't think Mom and Dad would ever like him, just because he wrecked my car. He drinks. Good old Jack. I think I'm the only one that sees something there that nobody else does. That was his
3: follow-up to Hoop Dreams. Was Stevie. Another really depressing documentary yes That's our recommendation of the day, that and Ninja Uh-oh. 3 The Domination. Go
0: check out Ninja 3 The Domination. His soul possesses the body of an innocent woman and transforms her into a lethal assassin. Only a ninja can destroy a ninja. Her only hope is Yamada, the Master Ninja. Where Revenge of the Ninja Left Off, Ninja 3 Begins... An epic struggle of superhuman strength and supernatural forces. Ninja Three: The Domination.
1: Uh, there, there's one scene I've ne- I haven't mentioned on this show yet from Ninja Three: The Domination, where uh, the the main chick is like sitting on a dude's lap and they're getting you know making out and she's trying to look all sexy and she grabs a fucking can of V8 that's sitting on the table next to her <laughs> and just dumps it down her neck. It is like one of the most fucking
0: horrifying looking
1: things. I don't, Ooh, la, la I don't understand oh,
0: why that happened. Like I, like uh she's trying to like sell Mahayak that shit, like dust does Sildan like kilosine. Yeah, totally, except oh. it's fucking V eight. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the worst <laughs> things I can think of. I mean, I suppose buttermilk would be worse. That'd be pretty bad, yeah. Or but, like Malor, Malort, maybe. Oh god.
3: What's the Mexican milk stuff? Oh horchata? Oh, uh, hor- hor- horchata. horchata.
0: Oh yeah. man, I, I'd, I'd lick some horchata, I like, I like horchata. off a of neck. Find the right neck to lick it off of. I'd uh, go after
1: that. <laughs> well, was Sardine there a band? Juice. Wasn't there a band here in Seattle called Horchata? But it was like W H O R E. I don't know. There was sour
0: scream and salsa, but
1: yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah, yeah, there was there was horchata, like awesome. Yeah, that was that was a good band name.
3: So at the time, Jim receives word that Broken Hand Fitzpatrick was near and wanted to visit. So Jim sends a guard to bring him back to the village, along with thirty-five other trappers, um, who had helped unknowingly to Jim to attack crows with some Cheyennes, and Uh-oh. they had some crow horses with them. Oh, not shit. a great idea. No. So Jim wakes them next morning to, uh, with word that all the whiteys were dead. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but Fitzpatrick rides up and asks Jim about it. Um, yeah, I was just saying. Uh, Fitzpatrick Fitz,
0: lived a long time.
3: Yeah, he uh, he sent him away to his father father's lodge for safety. Uh, Fitzpatrick uh, last saw his friends by the river with a shitload of crows in hot pursuit. So that's the other thing with all these stories too is uh, the mountain men didn't really wait around for each other. If shit was going down, it wasn't out of the realm of possibilities. Just to just to flee for your own life. Just piece Kind of every out. man for themselves. That was kind of the code of law at the time anyway. Um, so Jim rides furiously the seven miles down to the trappers and yelled at the crows.
0: <laughs> yep.
3: He says to the trappers, run to me, I'll save you. Uh, Jim protected them as the crows encircled them. Uh, Jim brought them back to camp safely and recovered all their stolen goods. So, uh, yeah, Jim made them ride behind them, all the prisoners. And prisoners are safe in camp under protection at the time. So that's kind of the Crow's uh, rule of law is if you have prisoners, it's you can't kill them.
0: That's pretty reasonable. At least
3: in, at least in camp, anyway.
0: Yeah, because who wants <laughs> to clean that shit up?
3: <laughs> uh, no tra- killing in the house. Yep. The trappers leave the next morning under guard for the first 15 miles. Jim told Fitzpatrick to ride three days straight before stopping because these guys are pissed, and I can't really control them for more than three days. Uh, but Fitzpatrick camped the next day for some unknown stupid reason, and he gets most of his horses stolen. <laughs> so Jim doesn't do anything because in his mind, he did his duty already.
0: Well, that is just horse stealing. That happens like once again. That's like... Is you know tide goes in tide goes out horses yeah. get stolen that's Mules uh, get regu-
1: regular Thursday night thing yep
3: mhm so you know sometimes Jim wouldn't even ride after the plaque feet when they stole his horses just cuz you know he'd get them back eventually too oh it's uh, like putting
0: uh, them in storage yep
3: <laughs> but now there are crows that wanted Jim dead so not the best outcome for Jim at the time Uh, While Jim was away in the Wind River trapping, uh, smaller war parties were sent out to Blackfoot country. This is against uh, Jim's wishes or Jim didn't know about it, but they get their asses handed to him. So that's why it's better to stick together. Uh, One party was totally wiped out and Jim scolded them when they got back and keeps telling them to trap beaver for him and not steal horses. So after you lose a bunch of people, you got to mourn again and cut off all your fingers, which Jim didn't like too much. So he goes to lead a war party against the Cheyenne, but gets caught in a miserable storm. Uh, Some of his people froze to death. Most had frostbite. Uh, Jim's nose and ears were frostbit, but he did find a gulch with some dry wood and made a fire and saved the party that
1: way. He didn't, he didn't light up his lightsaber and cut a horse open and dive in?
3: No. Not on this one. Uh. <laughs> uh, later on the Muscle Shell, Jim's band were camped and killing Buffalo. Uh, they get word that the Blackfeet were amassing at the Three Forks of the Missouri, which is still another hundred miles west or so. Mm-hmm. So Jim was prepared for them sending out his warriors. So when the Blackfeet were in the village, the warriors attack them from behind and kills the shit out of them. This time they take <laughs> over 400 scalps, and Jesus. only four crows are killed.
0: Damn. So that was a good day. Wow, that was almost like a white people on Indian old ladies battle.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this guy kills a lot of Blackfeet.
0: Yeah, apparently so.
3: More than a lot of uh, you know, just normal soldiers or, or whoever like that.
0: Well, you know, it's like where, where Liver Eaton Johnson kills crows, Beckworth kills Blackfeet, and, you know, the cycle continues. Circle of
3: life. Yep. It's circle of death, I think. Yep. <laughs> uh, so he finally gets back to Fort Cass, and he was notified that six men were killed by Blackfeet. Uh, they figure they better move their fort to the Rosebud to avoid getting constantly killed by Blackfeet. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> move it a little further east so they're not... Directly right. in competition. Uh, an envoy of Cinnaboyens come with a letter from uh, Mackenzie there up in Fort Union wishing for the Crow to make peace because it's a lot easier to make money when everybody's at peace. Then he can trade with everybody and, and have people them. to trade with, not dead people. Yeah. You should tell you should tell this to the U.S. government, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're, uh, they're not even involved yet. Oh, like, I'm just talking about present day. Well, I know, but soon we're going to be talking about them involved Fuck. also mm-hmm. so.
3: <laughs> so the crow um, don't really want to make peace with them uh, during the peace smoke Jim her hears a click of a rifle turns around to see the chief son loving his rifle at him pointing his rifle at him you're harsh my mellow bro <laughs> <laughs> Jim grabs the barrel as the gun went off in the air that's I think this is where you get a scar there Uh Jim was ready for a fight, but the Cinnaboyden said that kid, this kid, was a dipshit and did it on his own. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, his job was, you know, to make money for the fur company, so he was kind of obligated to uh, not make war with the Assiniboines at that point. But his warriors wanted to make war, um, so they just go attack the Blackfeet because they got to attack somebody. I like you
0: said, I like how you said his warriors want to make war. Yeah, <laughs> like, like kind of like how an ice cream man wants to make ice cream, or a pizza chef wants to make pizza. It's yeah, in, the, it's just in, what it's in the name.
1: I like that they get like like uh, fight blue balls, so they have to. Oh fuck you! Then yeah. and they like ride off and go. I'm gonna go kill oh, these people.
0: I'm absolutely horny for fucking murder, dude.
3: <laughs> so anytime they leave without Jim, they kind of get their ass kicked, and this happened again because they were outnumbered. Uh, they had to hide in a hole, uh, but they finally had to charge through the line, and they lost 24 people at that time Jesus. and have left all their robes in the cold March weather there. But the Crow later capture injured Blackfoot during their attempt to steal the Crow's horses. Uh, they decided to burn him alive. This was the first time Jim witnessed this. And it kinda of appalled him. Uh, he said he quote learned that a white man could easily become an Indian, but an Indian could never become a white man. But he know were savages that were also white men too, so
0: Okay. Wow that's <laughs> that's a confusing ass statement. Yeah, some yep. fucking philosophy there, Beckworth. Like mm-hmm. There's a lot of shitty Indians. There's a lot of shitty white yeah, people. You might want to put one, put that one back in the oven for a while. Let yeah. her finish bacon.
1: <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of shitty people, but there's a lot yeah. of good people on both sides, too.
0: Well, let, the, let the paint dry on that motherfucker a little bit. <laughs> <you know?
3: Fuck. laughs> At this time, Jim was thinking of going back to civilization. Uh, <laughs> then he got <laughs> shot and thought he might be dying. Uh, it was another lucky shot that grazed the the knife in his pocket. Kind of made him sore for a while. Wait, is this so the decides...
0: second second time his knife got shot? Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> Fuck. I don't but know how knife... much
3: you want to believe of this, but yeah. You well,
0: can. I, uh, apparently, his fucking knife is like the Buster Sword from like fucking was, Final Fantasy. I was gonna say it's like ten feet long and three feet wide. Yeah, yeah
1: three feet wide. Yeah.
3: yeah. I'm sure it's a big old Bowie knife. So. Yeah.
1: I mean, if that's true, and I was him, I would never take that knife off. I would sleep Actually, with that fucking knife I on. I
0: don't think the Bowie knife had been invented yet. Actually, that, that's a little further down the line. Not uh, much, well, for, not not much further, but yeah. we're still in we're still in the eighteen twenties, aren't we?
3: Eighteen uh, thirties, maybe oh, okay. into the eighteen forties, because he does spend a lot of time with the Crow. He doesn't really write down dates because you're with the Crow and you don't give a fuck about dates.
0: Yeah. Hey, what what time you got there, partner? Time is is an abstract concept concept created by carbon-based life forms to monitor their ongoing decay. In crow battle.
3: (laughs) So now he's thinking about going back to St. Louis. So he goes back to Fort Union, gets on the last boat of the fall, and promises to return in the spring. Or actually, he had to build a canoe at Fort Union, which is always fun.
0: Yeah, because there's plentiful trees, and especially Mm -hmm. in that part of North Dakota is... Just ass loads of, you know, nice, uh, fucking uh, you know, straight cottonwoods, canoe birch, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are basically chopping down a cottonwood, hollowing it out. Which actually, that was kind of the same thing that the fucking Astro Party had to do. All the ones that uh, snake uh, sank in the uh, in the fucking uh, snake or whatever. Oh yeah, at
3: least you had pine trees to work with. So yeah, Yeah. I've I've seen North Dakota forest,
1: quote unquote. There's there's like eight trees. Yeah, in, in like three hundred square miles,
0: and they're not huge, most of them, other than cottonwoods.
1: Mm-hmm. He probably built like a skin boat or something.
0: U boat. That didn't come out right. <laughs> it said you're a skin boat, and then it came out as U boat. And then I started thinking about U boats. boat, you.
1: Oh, he built a submarine. Oh, he cool. U boat. Das Boot. Out yep. of deer. Out of deer hides? No, no, out of live animals. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, snapping like, turtles. Yeah, yep, yeah, snapping turtles. Oh, yeah, so apparently the the Bowie knife was designed in 1830, so it could have been a Bowie knife.
3: Okay, Fine. now we found out. Fine. Uh, also takes with him a large package of letters, so he's <laughs> he's a postman, too.
0: Yeah. God, his, uh, uh, his LinkedIn profile has got to be expansive.
3: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's kind of like Forrest Gump. He just does everything. He's everywhere <laughs> yes. and does everything.
3: So further down the river at Fort Clark, he finds that the Uricara have taken all the Fort's horsies. Shocking. And Jim goes down the river some more. And he gets imprisoned by the Uricara for a little bit till another boat carrying a white man in good standing with the Uricara told him to let him go. So he would have been stuck there if it wasn't for this guy just coming along. So finally he makes it back to St. Louis. This is 14 years... That he has been gone, living with the crow mostly. Holy shit. Yeah. So Jim goes to his sister's house with a friend. The friend knocks on the door and gave her the news that Jim was dead. She starts crying, and (laughs) (laughs) she said that she heard the news sometime before, too. That was from his knife shot. Somehow that got back to St. Louis, that he was dead. Man, is that like buckshot, but it just shoots a bunch of knife blades? It should. That'd be awesome. Knife
1: shot.
0: Like
3: those little skewers you get on cocktails?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah.
3: Shoot all those out. So after that, Jim comes around the corner and goes, Hi, I'm actually alive. Surprise! That's a good joke. Yeah, well, yeah, he invented
1: you're... the show Punk'd, too. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty much.
3: So Jim's found that Fitzpatrick was back in St. Louis, and accused him of theft for some dumb reason, even though he helped him save his life. Uh, basically, Fitzpatrick was running with a bad crew, and a uh, you know,
0: broken hand being naughty.
3: Yep, and they intended to harm Jim. Uh, They met at a theater one night, and Jim had to hold him off with a bowie knife. See, right there, it says bowie knife.
0: Okay, fuck you. Uh,
3: Another encounter, Jim was ready uh, with a pistol. This is a little little bit later on. And, of course, they backed down
0: again. Then another encounter, he had a pistol knife. Then he had a cannon saber. Then he had a (laughs) fucking slingshot spear. And a battle rifle. Yep, that is actually a thing.
1: Does it have, like, an axe head coming off the end of the fucking gun?
0: No, it's just an assault rifle, but it's, like, larger caliber. Like a, like a G3 or an FNFAL is a battle rifle. So that'd, be,
1: that'd be a two-handed?
0: Yeah. Two-handed. Plus handed, seven. Pl- plus six to damage. Uh, fucking uh, <laughs> plus one to initiative. Er, minus one to initiative. Minus three dexterity. Yes, minus three dexterity. You
2: fucking nerd! with your nerd hair. Uh
3: but later they meet at uh Sublet's house and Fitzpatrick admitted that he went along with his friends wanting to cause trouble, you know, peer pressure. <laughs> and the two made up and they were friends ever since then. So, happy story.
0: Yep. All right. Yeah, right. But do, it could have uh,
3: ended differently.
0: We got to do Sublet one of these times next, of course.
3: Yeah, and these, there's more these than
0: sublets. one too. There's actually 6 of them. Holy shit. But there's only four of them that are, I think, of any note.
1: Wait, like they're all, they all had the same name? They're brothers. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like the, uh, uh what's his name? That fucking comedian with the, with uh Gallagher. Gallagher? What? Oh, yeah. Gallagher had a twin brother, and his twin brothers start, after Gallagher's act got famous, his twin brothers started touring as Gallagher. Oh, shit. And then at a certain... Like, they were, like, locked up in court. And then I think the the first Gallagher fucking died of, like, cancer in, like, the 90s or something like that. And then his brother... Then his twin brother has been touring as Gallagher ever since then. How the
0: fuck did I miss this? It's fucking (laughs) crazy-ass story, dude. Okay. No, the the sublets actually worked together. Oh, okay. In a lot of cases, yeah. Anyway. But,
3: yeah, I'm sure they're slicing open watermelons with hammers Sucking, and stuff yeah <laughs>
1: slicing <laughs> watermelons with hammers
3: indian heads or something but
1: yeah
0: <laughs> smooshing smushing baby
1: with with sledgehammers don't go anywhere how the west was fucked i'll be right back
3: do you possess a thrill for adventure do you enjoy standing in freezing cold water for hours at a time are you trying to avoid creditors or jail time? Hi, I'm William Ashley for the Rocky Mountain Fur Company. We are seeking young, able-bodied man to join our expedition up the Missouri. Pay is low to non-existent. Danger loses at every turn. Excel and Microsoft Word are a plus. So apply today. We're just hanging around the wharf in St. Louis. Caution, might be killed by Indians. Uh, so back home in Crow country, the Crow get word from some trappers that Jim was killed by whites. Because why not just totally make up a story? Yep. Um, this caused the Crow much grief, though.
0: So more fingers so, getting cut off.
3: And uh, they no. go to the fort that Jim set up and vowed to, and vowed to kill all the white people inside.
2: Oh, yeah, more, yeah.
0: Lobby white man, yeah,
3: including a Mr. Tulick. Uh, Tulick talked to the crow enough time for Jim to come back because he said he would come back in the spring. And then, you know, if he's not back in the spring, then you can kill me.
0: Okay, uh, you got my but... <laughs> kill me in the spring guarantee. <laughs> yep,
3: so he sends a messenger back to St. Louis to find Jim and tell him of this story. He's like, Please help. They're going to yeah. kill me.
0: <laughs> it's not too much trouble, sir. Could you come back in the spring? Otherwise, we should all be killed.
3: Uh, Chateau, one of the owners of American Fur Company, gets word of this and gave Jim all the horses and men that he needed to get back as soon as possible because the American Fur Company had about $100,000 worth of goods in that fort that he didn't want to lose.
0: And about but $40 basic... worth of men.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All that calico fucking yep. shit. So he gets back to Crow Country in 53 days, a distance of 2,700 miles.
0: It's pretty good. Yeah.
3: Uh, when he gets back, Pine Leaf decided not to fight anymore, even though she hadn't got her 100 scalps yet. And she married Jim. woo uh, But then Jim decides to go back to St. Louis for good.
0: Like literally, <laughs> wasn't it like it wasn't it like two days later or some shit? Yeah, it was like right <laughs> after that. Yeah, that was pretty disappointing. See, that would have been a better action movie. It's just like Jim Berkworth and his Warrior Bride, you know, like. Yep,
3: as soon as you get it, you don't want it anymore. He, I guess. he
0: really missed. He really missed out on a franchising opportunity there. I think. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: So he goes back to St. Louis. Uh, he only makes it five months there, though. Uh, the Florida War was still going on, the Seminole War. A uh, General Gaines was raising a company there in St. Louis. And then Sublet suggested Jim go there because they needed somebody who knew the ways of the Indian, even though the Seminole and the Crow are, that are, fami- <laughs> are a little completely bit different. separated by 4,000 miles or something That's like, like that.
0: Saying, like, I know the ways of the Hawaiian, and so send me to Korea or something
3: you know it's like so Jim raises a company of mountain men he finds 64 of them since there wasn't much going on trapping wise this is the 1840s, so it's even starting to go downhill now Um, Jim was appointed captain of the company Uh, oh actually after nine days this is uh, after so the first time he goes back it was only five months this time he goes back to St. Louis. He's only there for nine days. And then he goes to Florida. I read that wrong. Sorry about that. Okay. Unforgivable. Yep. So, you know, everybody's experience. First time out in the ocean, he gets immediately sick the whole way, throwing up over the side. Um, gets stuck on a sandbar because it's, you know, you have to. When no. you're in Florida or whatever.
0: Okay. See, the part I read, like, okay, here's the deal is they also hired Beckworth because of an experience with horses. Like with Ashley's 100, he was actually hired mostly as a wrangler at first, which is part of why they sent him out to go get horses with Black Jammer or whoever the other guy was. And uh, apparently, since he'd never been on a boat, they just kind of like put horses on the boat and didn't like tie them up or anything. And so like horses aren't into that. And so when they're all freaking out on the boat and shifting it around and stuff, that's part of what caused them to run around. Oh. And also uh, and also, a lot of the horses got horribly, like, maimed and, you know, died and shit from... You know, these aren't, like, super huge boats, and you got, like, 20 horses, like, having, a, you know, unauthorized rodeo in the middle of it. Shit's go <laughs> bad. Just
3: a rodeo clown in the middle of the, you know, you know fucking boat. That'd but, yeah, awesome. that's
0: that's the part I read, though, is uh, a lot of the fucker, fuckery that happened on the boat was caused by uh, improperly stowed horses because Beckworth didn't know anything about yep. doing that.
3: Put up your tray tables and stow your horses. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so they put him to work as a uh, dispatcher, you know, sending notes back and forth, even though he had no knowledge of Florida. And it was kind of Jim's way, too. Oh. Is not You don't follow a trail. You just follow kind of close to it and not get uh, killed by anybody, which is the smart way to do things. The first night he did find the camp he was supposed to, but he was treated rudely. They thought he was an Indian. (laughs) Oh, shit. Nice. So he's like, uh, later he was put under command of uh, Zachary Taylor there. Oh, this is winter of 1837. So this is by the time we're getting back into actual dates now. Right. Uh, that was Christmas Day, 1837. Jim's group was attacked by Seminoles and got their asses kicked. Uh, Colonel Gentry got a bullet in the head. Um, they finally ordered an advance with bayonets and the Seminoles retreated. But before they did, they scalped two men alive. So that's always good. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, what's worse than being in Florida is having no hair <laughs> and oh, bleeding from the scalp.
0: Being in Florida is worse. On its own. I mean, the other shit's just all garnish.
3: So this was the Battle of Okeechobee, which lasted four hours and 100 U.S. soldiers killed. Holy shit. So Taylor wanted word sent back to Tampa, which is just weird to think of now. Yeah. Uh, The major he requested refused to go because he didn't want to be killed for some reason. So Jim volunteers, but Jim insists on going alone because it's a lot Easier to sneak around when you're alone, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. You don't say. Uh,
3: Pretty soon, Jim grew tired of Florida, though, at, you know, these stupid fucking white men. Stupid
0: fucking white men. Uh, wanted to go back to the mountains. I grew f- I grew f- uh, tired of Florida, and I've never been there.
3: <laughs> I'm moving down to Florida. Florida. Mm-hmm classic butthole surfer song insert here. I'm
0: going to move down to Florida.
2: (laughs) And I'm going to bowl me a perfect game. Uh,
3: So, shortly after the Seminole chief alligator, not the chief alligator, uh, chief named alligator, came in to surrender to save the rest of his people, So Jim was in the Florida for a total of 10 months, then back to St. Louis, and then back out with Sublet to Trump again. Don't go anywhere. How
1: the West was fucked. I'll be right back.
0: Do you have a statement to make, sir? A brief one. Pro, see? I came here to tell you the truth. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The
2: show's doing good. That's not bad. And you're ugly. Ah! I've got the meeting out of my hand. I'd like to thank the American people who have responded with
0: their support through what has been an exciting first season. Think they bought that?
3: Alf, second season begins September 21st. Ah! ah! So, we're back. Jim is out of Florida. Uh, he's out trapping again. But instead of going back to the crows, he's like, "Let's go to their mortal enemies, the Cheyenne." Well, because fort there.
0: Well, as mm-hmm. you said, they had uh, they had uh, uh, some of the crows were starting to not like him too, so that's probably part of the reason.
3: Yeah. Uh, so he goes to the chief's lodge and he sees uh, William Benther of Bent's yeah, Fort. Bent's Fort, which, which you know
0: Ben's fort's an impressive piece of shit. Like uh, during my uh, during my uh, studying this particular one, I read a little bit more about Ben's fort. I didn't realize that motherfucker was Adobe, so it's harder to burn than a lot of these other forts with like three foot thick fucking walls. Like it was kind of impregnable, whereas like Ooh. a lot of like like Fort Union's wood and shit. You know, most of these are wood or they don't have a palisade at all. But yeah, Ben's fort was like basically as close as you get to a castle out of all these, but.
3: Yeah, so he sees William Bent going to the Chief's Lodge and just comes in right behind him and Bent exclaimed, Beckworth, what are you doing here? They'll kill you And then Jim goes, oh, I think not. <laughs> so just imagine the balls on that guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Were you gonna talk so Jim, about you gonna talk about how Jim starts spitting game about the crow? Did you get that? Oh, Yeah. Where he's that like he killed
3: many Cheyenne and the Cheyenne said that he knew him and that he was right. Yeah. But Jim said he wanted to trade with him, and they thought they would treat him fairly because oh. they respected a brave warrior.
0: No, no. He also kind of implied that—I think he's talking about Redbird. He implied that he killed a crow chief, and that's what turned him into a great crow oh. chief. And he didn't like, say that,
3: anything about that in his but, autobiography, though.
0: Well, in the in my studies, it was like, oh, yeah, I killed this crow chief, so— now, that made me a Crow Chief, but now they don't like me, and they might want to kill me, and they're pussies, and I don't want to be killed by pussies. So I came down to hang out with the Cheyenne, because I know you're not pussies, so I'm going to get killed by some Indians. I'm going to be killed by the non-pussy Cheyenne. Wow. And then like, and then, like he's like, you can chop me up as dog meat or whatever, or we can trade. And then they thought that was pretty baller, so then they <laughs> traded
3: Damn, that's a hell of a fucking gamble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it, uh, apparently... The
3: story is impressive.
0: Well, apparently Bent overheard him saying that, and that's when he's like, Beckworth, they're they're going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, like, the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> but
3: yeah. But uh, yeah, it worked. He didn't have any trouble with the Cheyenne. Uh, most run-ins were involving whiskey. So he, he kind of forgave them when they sobered up anyway.
0: Which is most run-ins between anybody at this time. It was always whiskey.
3: Yep. So when he was with the Crow, he didn't allow any drinking, but drinking was already established with the tribes he was trading with, um, Cheyenne and the Sioux. Uh, actually, he got in a fight with the Sioux uh, one of the first days uh, when he was drunk. Uh, the Sioux swung an axe, but was stopped by a lodge pole. <laughs> Must have been really drunk.
0: Yeah, no shit. God yes. damn, dude. <laughs>
3: So he tries again, but the Sioux restrained their own dude, your own drunk dude, and they, in turn, hacked him to pieces because Ooh. he was a bad Indian.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Because he was a I what? W-
3: a bad Indian. Oh,
1: bad Indian. No, I thought no, you said fr- I thought you said rad or rat. I couldn't.
3: Uh, okay. Uh,
0: with friends like these, man, jeez.
3: Shit. So he spends three years with the Cheyenne, trading with them. So that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After that, he goes to New Mexico and starts a trading with the Indians and whites there too. Gets married to a señorita named uh, Louis Sandeville. I don't know how she might have had a, a lady first name at some point there too. <laughs> this is 1842. Uh, 1842. It goes back towards Indian territory. Stops on the Arkansas River, or Arkansas, if you're a hick like me. Well, they erect a trading post there.
0: Well, before that you kinda of glossed over this, like uh his time down there, uh he kind of helped found Pueblo, Colorado.
3: I was getting like, to that.
0: Oh, well that was in <laughs> fucking eighteen forty, 1840, not
3: eighteen forty two. Oh, okay. Well we'll go there. <laughs> <laughs> I have it in eighteen forty two. Some free basically it wrecks a trading post on Arkansas. And uh some free trappers gather around and quickly became a settlement and that's Pablo, Colorado, where you go to send off to get your all government pamphlets and shit from the
1: eighties. Yep. Exactly. Oh yeah, everything everything was like C O D fucking shipped out of that place. Well,
0: isn't the hey Stewart, I like you, you're like one of a hero yeah, yeah. in the trailer. Park. I Sorry, I got a letter in the mail. Just a steward from <laughs> Pueblo, Colorado. <laughs> yeah. So that's right. You know what? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna finish what. The, I'm not gonna finish what. The, what the pamphlet said.
1: I like you. You're not like the other people here
0: in the no, trailer do you, park. Do you know what the certain group of individuals of yeah. sexual persuasion are doing to our soil?
1: Look at the soil around <laughs> Moines. Perfect example. What a great song.
3: We could play the whole thing right here. We're not gonna get yeah. sued or anything.
1: Yeah, nobody would care. Oh, well, I know those guys, man. I played a show with them, and fucking Dean Clean high-fived me. So.
0: Oh, so that's task awesome.
1: approval. Yeah. He, me and him are tight. We talked yeah. one time. Uh, <laughs> no, but for real, the Dead Milkmen are fucking awesome.
2: You know what, Stuart? I like you. You're not like the other people here in the trailer park. Oh, don't, don't get me wrong. They're, they're fine people. They're good Americans. But they're content to sit back, maybe watch a little Morgan and on town 57, maybe kick back a cool core 16-ouncer. They're good fine people but they don't know what the queers are doing to the soil. You know that Johnny works for kids, kids learn papers in the neighborhood? He's a fine kid. Some of the neighbors say he smokes crack, but I don't believe it. Anyway, for his 10th birthday, all he wanted was a burrow owl. He kept bugging his old man. Dad, give me a burrow owl. i will never for anything else as long as I live. So the guy breaks down and buys him a burrow owl. Anyway, 10.30, the other night, I go out in my yard, and there's the worker kid looking up in the tree. I say, for? I say, what are you looking for? I'm looking for a furrow owl. I say, jumping Jesus on a promo stick. Everybody knows the burrow owl lives in a hole in the ground. Why the hell did you think they call a burrow owl anyway? Now, of do you think a kid like that is going to know what the queers are doing to the soil? I first became aware of all this about 10 years ago, when some of my oldest boys, Bill Jr., died. That carnival comes through town every year. Well, this year they came through with a ride called the Mixer. The man said keep your head and arms inside the mixer at all times. But Bill Jr. he was a daredevil, just like his old man. He was leaning out, saying, "Hey everybody, look at me, look at me!" How he was decapitated. They found his head over by the snow cone concession. A few days after that, I opened up the mail and there's a pamphlet in there from Woodland, Colorado, and it's addressed to Bill Jr. We are doing to our soil. Now, Stuart, if you look at the soil around any large U.S. city with a big underground homosexual population, Des Moines, Iowa, perfect example. Look at the soil around Des Moines, Stuart. You can't build on it. You can't throw anything in it. The government says it's due to poor farming. But I know what's really
3: But uh, tide was turning against America in 1844, mostly because of the Mexican-American War. That's going to come up. Mm-hmm. So eventually, none of the since he was in Mexico territory, that nobody would trade with him. So he decides to go to California to trade.
0: So he loaded um, up the truck and moved to Beverly Hills, <laughs> yep. that is.
3: So even before the Mexican-American War. There was a little tiny war over the governorship of California. Uh, A guy named Torreon was selected by General Santayana, but he was a terrible dictator. Uh, Beckworth backed uh, General Castro, who wasn't much of a dick. Uh, Wasn't much of a fight, though. Uh, While sneaking up on some cannons, uh, Jim managed to convince the Americans that were fighting on that side to go join him <laughs> so sneaking there goes up. the cannon
0: <laughs> I I just like the while well, sneaking up on some cannons is it like I'm don't just spook you just don't spook
1: the cannons yeah. man
0: whoa whoa
1: girl whoa it's like the uh, fucking there. it's like the bikes from uh, Top Secret the Valkyrie movie where he's like <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah they all like <laughs> ride off on their
0: own Whoa eight pounder whoa you want some <laughs> black powder mm.
3: and then the pinto blows
0: up
2: yep <laughs>
3: And we're back uh, Yep So uh, John Sutter the, the asshole who found the gold Or somebody working for him found the gold More, more, more to the story uh, He backed the wrong side of Torion And he actually gets put on trial By the 46 people that are living in California at the time Also, 46 t- Americans Doesn't
0: Torion kind of sound like a I don't know like a Fucking Thundercats villain or, villain or some yeah, shit Yeah,
3: sounds like... like an alien I want to see your tits, Major. Oh, I was thinking like a herbicide or something.
0: Yeah, bot. that's because you tore it down. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, what you put on that spurge?
3: What? So the bear flag was raised and news of official war was declared. Uh, uh, uh. Jim didn't want to stick around for that, so he decided it was time to leave and go back to Pueblo. But he said if Fremont was there. Yeah, Fremont was still coming from Oregon. He said he might have stayed and joined the battle, but knowing that the victory was, you know, pretty much assured if they had the actual army with them, but basically yeah. it's just 65 Americans against the Mexicans. So he leaves before that. But he does meet with General Kearney going to Santa Fe along the trail there. And he does volunteer his service for General Kearney. But he was sent back to Fort Leavenworth with dispatches, uh, some 913 miles.
0: I just to say, this motherfucker does some traveling.
3: Mm-hmm. So basically, that was his contribution to the war. Uh, one day, he did fill in with Kit Carson. Uh, they camped together, and they decided to go along together, since um, Jim knew the route. But the next morning, uh, Kit didn't show. Jim just assumed that he was lost, but he later shows up in D.C. That was the great march that he had that we we're talking about in the oh, postal yeah, episode. Yeah. So he's a little bit late to that party. He's also late to the uprising in Taos. Yep. Which we talked about in the Kit Carson episode, too, where his right. wife had to hide from all those people that wanted uh, all the Mexicans that wanted to uprise.
0: And well, and also they, somewhere somewhere and in the between. Indians, too. Somewhere in between there, during the Mexican-American War, he also stole, like, or he delivered uh, 1,800 stolen of Mexican horses. He doesn't say where he did, delivered them to. but <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, I mean, he spent 10 years with the Crow, so they do horse stealing as, like, you know, playing poker. So. Yep. I'm always he able how to
3: steal a horse.
0: Valuable <laughs> life skills. A horse. Yep. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, what do you do? Just twist their nuts? Or?
1: Yeah. electrocuted another one. Try to hook a battery Ooh, now, up to
0: it. That's a better background, Tony, than your sad closet. <laughs> yeah,
1: dude.
0: Oh, yeah, this is great radio. Yeah, Tony keeps on swapping his backgrounds when he was uh, on the Zoom meeting. He was uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse. Now he's Starship Enterprise. Now he's Pee-wee's Playhouse. Now he's a chair. It's a casting couch. You're, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't need to
1: see what happens on those.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> is there a Weinstein in the back there? Uh,
1: yeah. I, could, I could stick him in there. <laughs> Don't you have
0: some shit with like some beaver pelts hanging on a wall or something? Or... No, but I could make that for sure. I was gonna say I'm gonna start.
1: Uh,
0: I mean, you could this,
1: you could start making them for us. Just make a. That's what I'm gonna
0: do. Is I just to know the dimensions, and I can make all kinds of horrific shit.
1: Uh, I'm. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna get a green screen and hang it behind me. So Ooh, it's a So, so it's way cleaner. No, no, it's the Northern Lights. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyways, don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked. I'll be right back.
3: Grab him by the nuts. Hail to the Trump and the Trump and the truck nuts. They're so tremendous, you gotta buy some now. They're made in America by undocumented illegals. Buy some truck nuts with Trump's face
2: on the walls
3: honor the 45th and last president of these united states of america by owning a pair of trump truck nuts made of ballistic plastics these handsome nuts hang patriotically off your truck's rear end these finely crafted testes are molded after the president's own nut bag they're so realistic you can smell the american exceptionalism real sumatran orangutan hairs are added for just, just terrific. big hair. The president's face is embossed on both testes and stamped with the presidential seal. Buy these tremendously terrific Trump truck nuts today. Sold at Walmart and your classier dollar stores. Buy these nuts, they belong to Trump. It's the only truck nuts with the president's face. Some say they're toxic, but that's just fake news. Buy three or four and stick them on your heart today.
0: Grab them by the nuts. them by the nuts.
2: Trump truck. Trump truck nuts. Trump truck nuts. Trump truck nuts. Designs. Trump truck nuts. nuts. Trump truck nuts. Trump truck nuts. Truck nuts.
3: Anyway, the Taos Uprising was more brutal than any uh, crow attack that he's ever seen. Governor Bent was among the dead and hacked up. Ooh! He found one sc- guy scalped alive and his eyes punched out, screaming for somebody to put him out of his misery. Oof. <laughs> so Jim helps uh, put down the uprising there in Taos, which is kind of hard to picture now since it's such a fucking yuppie tourist trap. but Yeah. Uh, at Taos, one Indian ran out of the brush saying, Bueno, bueno, me like Americans. So <laughs> someone gave him a sword and tell him, uh, some, some guy that was with Jim said, Well, go into the brush and kill whoever is there. The Indian returned with a sword covered in gore and said, I killed him. Then the man said, "Well, you ought to die for killing your own people." And shot the Indian. What the fuck? What man? the fuck?
0: <laughs> that's not cool at all. I mean, none. Of, I mean, none of that is cool at all. But that last part's out of all the uncool things happening, that was. That's the, pretty fucked. That's the kicker. Yep, that's pretty fucked.
3: Yep. So it took three days to take the Pueblo at Taos. Uh, the main uh, Mexican conspirators were hung there. Uh, After that, he actually joins an army expedition to go after Apaches, but didn't find any, of course, because they're hard to find. Because they're fucking Apaches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then, after the war, the gold strike happened. Uh, He opens a clothing store in Sonora. (laughs) (laughs) Buy your Levi's. Covered in
0: gore. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, so Uh, once the livery, too. LinkedIn, like, yeah, livery... (laughs) Uh, clothing store crow chief uh fur trapper horse wrangler soldier what else do we have we had uh
3: now he runs a temp agency because he gives indians implements to mine with for half of their wages (laughs) (laughs) man but eventually he sells up because he's bored and heads off to the sierras where he finds a easier pass than the previous ones.
0: Well, before he did that, he, he he actually sold like all the shit he started. He sold for a profit. And then he went up to Sacramento and just gambled for a while because he had a bunch of money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he went to the Sierras.
3: So uh, he finds a pass and opens a road there with help from, you know, I had to raise a little bit of money to do that.
0: Well, and what pass did that pass replace? A Donner Pass. Yes, the, the Donner oh, Pass. did that Shit. have
3: a bad reputation?
0: Yeah. Tony, you know this one. The, the Donner Pass. Where? Did, what do you think happened on the Donner Pass?
3: Some
1: people got cold and ate dinner and then went home. That's
3: true-ish. Mm-hmm. Hungry man <laughs> dinner. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hungry four-man dinner.
3: So he discovers Beckworth Pass and opens a little inn at the, the very last stop. So he's getting all the people that are just getting over the pass from the east. So he can basically charge them whatever he wants and say, "Hey, let me take your well, emaciated cows and stuff like that."
0: Well, we also got to remind people it's not like Beckworth like discovered that pass. It was already it already had been an Indian trail. He just kind of like, "Look what I found, Whitey! I made this trail," and then. They did improve it somewhat, so you get like carts and wagons and shit over it, but mm-hmm. it was an already existing trail. It's not like he just like was That's walking That's most along. of the
3: trails that yeah. YD use. So, this is where Jim's biography leaves off. So, if you have anything more to add, what we already covered.
0: Oh, by golly. Well, uh, yeah, I do, because uh, Sand Creek, yep. uh, <laughs> he was so, a scout yeah. there. Yeah, he was a scout there, and uh, he actually testified uh, when, uh, you know, when Shivington when got brought before uh, Congress to basically lie about who, what kind of uh, Indians he killed and, like, how elderly were they and how many vagina hat bands his men made and all that shit. Whoa, Jim, um, Jim was brought in as, like, a witness? Uh, Jim was running as a witness. Uh, Jim said at that point that he didn't want to scout for Shivington because he knew he was a piece of shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But he was he felt threatened. He felt like he'd be killed if he didn't scout for Shivington. Damn. But other other guys that were there at the time says nah. He went along, but uh, he, he apparently I could find nothing that says he did any actually killing during Sand Creek. And he by all accounts is pretty appalled at what he saw there. Yeah. But but he, he did help Shivington uh, find uh, Black Kettle's people. Fuck. Uh, And, you know, uh, and facilitate one of the most horrific things we talked about. Oh, wow. What the fuck? You're a highway man. Sola just walked in
1: and handed me this
0: and then walked out. Oh. Nice. Okay, for our listeners at home, uh, Tony's, what, three-year-old daughter uh, has created him a nice mask out of a bag. So now he's got that on his head, so if he sounds a little Darth Vader-y, it'll be because of that. But
3: improves your looks yeah mentally
0: just start wearing uh, that to the grocery store yeah yeah sure.
3: <laughs> yeah just like elephant man yep.
1: or
0: something <laughs> I am not an animal
1: oh yeah elephant man was gonna be my uh my uh what do you call it uh avatar for this show
0: oh yeah mm. I, I have all, all those set up or will set up some of them but I got other ones yeah, we haven't used those yet. And we anyway. haven't made the fucking bear flags yet. And we haven't made the bear flags. Yeah, I was thinking about that as a and It's like, God damn it, the bear flag war is coming up again. And I didn't think you would notice.
3: <laughs> An elephant man never forgets. Yep. By the 1860s, uh, Jim's in his 60s. Uh, of course, the Cheyenne are kind of refusing to trade with him after participating in Sand Creek. So he returns to the trapping for a while. He also serves as a scout during Red Cloud's war, mm-hmm. out of Fort Laramie and Fort Phil Kearny. Mm-hmm. So he had—I uh, don't know if he was there for Fetterman. I know uh, Jim Bridger was, oh. though.
0: I don't think—I uh, don't think he was there uh, for Fetterman. No, uh, I, I read something where, uh, like, basically that had just happened, but it doesn't sound like he was there. I don't think.
3: Basically, he after that, he was guiding the military to the Crow, get some nosebleeds and headaches, which is never a good thing. Uh, he returns to his Crow village, where he dies in 1867, of natural causes, probably of hypertension.
0: Uh, which was what's causing the headaches and nosebleeds.
3: Mm-hmm. William Byer is a friend and founder of the Rocky Mountain News there in Denver. Said that the Crow poisoned Jim, uh, not trust not trusting after the uh, Sand Creek Massacre, even though there's no evidence of that, though. So.
0: Yeah. Eh, I mean, it's a possibility, though.
3: So he makes it to almost 70. Wow.
0: Yeah. That's a bigger possibility of why he died, because he was twice as old as any of the <laughs> oldest people. <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> yeah, he was born in 1798. Makes to 1867, so...
1: That's fucking
0: wild, man. That's a yeah. big...
1: That's a crazy chunk of time.
0: Well, man, uh, apparently he did get a customary uh, Crow uh, funeral where, you know, they have the... It's a lot like the Lakota and other Plains tribes where they build a platform, put you up on there. Um, I read some idiot shit where they said, he was buried in a tree. He was not buried in a fucking tree. Because <laughs> <laughs> how... You can't bury someone in a tree. I mean, you could stick somebody in a tree, but... That's not how burying works. Burying, <laughs> you know, like... But, yeah, he was apparently put on a burial scaffold. Or sometimes, you know, they would... If they had a big enough tree around, yeah, they could build a scaffold in a tree, I guess. But, yeah. But it sounds like it was actually a built built thing. And that was out by Laramie, which... Uh, you know that steakhouse thing I was going over apparently is at, which is probably why they have Jim Beckworth on their menu site. But
3: mm, eating piece of the real corpse or what?
0: I don't know. Maybe they do the thing where one of his toes is in the bottle of liquor and you use the shot glass. You got to touch your tongue to the toe. Oh, where's that? Yeah. Where's that one at? That is that Alaska or something or Canada? What? Wait, what? Yeah, th- what's yeah, in the bottle? A, a guy's toe, like a miner's toe. That for good luck you they they put the toe in the shot glass and then you they pour liquor on it and you gotta take the shot without drinking the toe into your mouth, but you're supposed to at least kiss the toe and then that gives you luck. And nightmares. Yeah. And hepatitis. <laughs> yeah, people are fucked up. Let me let me find the toe shot real quick. Holy shit, dude. Toe shot. Toe shot. Toe shot. Okay, here we go. It's uh it is the Sour Toe Cocktail ah, ah. in uh, Dawson, Yukon Territory, a famed drink. Um, this is coming off of uh, Atlas Obscura, because that was the first thing coming up. Oh, there's the toe and some salt. Uh-uh. There it is in the guy's hand. Uh-uh. Okay, uh, I'm going to c- kind of quote from the uh, the uh, Atlas Obscura article for a while. Uh, established in 1973, the Sour Toe Cocktail has become a Dawson City tradition. Is exactly what it sounds like. An actual human toe that has been dehydrated and preserved in salt, used to garner, garnish a drink of your choice. Uh, the first toe was said to the first toe. What the fuck? Okay, anyway, mm-hmm. the first toe was said to belong to a miner and rum runner named Louis Lincoln, who had his and appendage amputated in the 1920s. He he preserved it in a jar of alcohol, and, and kept it in his cabin as like a knickknack. And then uh, 50 years later, a guy, uh, Captain Dick Stevenson, found it while he was cleaning that cabin, and he brought it down to the sourdough saloon and started plunking it into the drinks of those who were brave enough. So that's where they got started. (laughs) And you know what? I'm going to stop reading right there, because I feel like we're going to do a whole episode on that goddamn toe. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to know more? Stand by for that. But uh, yeah, so yeah, the toe shot thing is a, is a thing.
1: So Jim Beckworth, not a uh, not a uh, he's pretty much everything but a tennis player.
0: Yep. Yeah, everything mm-hmm. but a tennis player. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not a lot of jobs that guy didn't have. I ah, for a change, he was not a pimp, as far as we know. Oh. Mm-hmm. Not not one of those. Um. Uh, but yeah, uh, one of the uh, let's call it one of the. Um, Earliest African American gentlemen's to uh, uh, of note to be uh, recorded in the history of the West, really. I mean, he's he's probably the first. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, born
1: in fucking the late 1700s. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. I mean, man. there was there was plenty. Of, like I said, there was plenty of other uh, African Americans out there. Uh, I mean, the one the only one that really springs to mind because they kind of wrote about him is uh, York. Who was on the Lewis and Clark expedition, I think, was a oh, Lewis' yeah. slave or Clark's slave. I Clark. can't remember which, but mm-hmm. Clark's. Yep. But uh other than that, Beckworth was kind of the first um. Oh, what was the
3: name of the dog? I had to look this up the other day.
0: Seaman. Yep. What? Seaman? <laughs> Seaman. <laughs> Alright. Was a Newfoundland? <laughs> I think he was a Newfoundland, wasn't yep. he? He's a yep. big
3: ass big ass dog.
0: Yep. But, yep, Seaman. There's a children's book all about Seaman. Whoa. About yeah. his dog? Yeah.
1: What the fuck,
0: man? I think it's written by somebody from North Dakota, even. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Beckworth was a fucking badass. And like I said, uh, you know, historically important for a lot of reasons, but not the least of which uh, probably the the first African-American, like, mountain man of note. Uh, to have but, a story
1: yeah. fully told. And what a story it is, right? Fucking a, man,
0: hell yeah. But uh, other than that, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing else to add other than cool. I'm choking uh, on fucking smoke. And the... Yeah, I uh, next mm-hmm. week's
1: next week's gonna be really interesting, and I'll leave it at that. It's gonna be uh, we kind of have a we got a different format for uh, for next week. Oh yeah. Which I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about, and everybody's gonna learn something. So yep. stick stay tuned for that.
0: Well, and I'm I'm trying to make a point. Uh, I know part about one of the subjects, but I'm going to make a point of not doing any extra research for next week. Perfect. S- so hopefully, mm-hmm. I'm the dumbass. Yeah. In the, as if I'm not usually anyway, but like you know, to a, to a greater extent. <laughs> and um, I I got a
1: bunch of multimedia to, to play for you guys too.
0: All right. Oh shit. So, yeah. So, look forward to that, folks. Uh, yeah. But I guess with that, if nobody's got anything else to add about Jim Beckworth, uh, we can go out and hail a gunfire.
1: Let's hail that gunfire. Hail, hail. of oh. 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 gunfire. gunfire. Ah.
3: Fuck you, Mile City. <laughs> it also <melts> in Miles City. And also Nelson Miles.